0: The following program is a podcast1.com production.
1: Hey everybody, Superfan Giovanni here for Classic Love Line, episode 140. This one comes to us from April 11th, 1996. The guests are Trace Berlew and Jim Mallon from Mystery Science Theater 3000, the movie. This is their only known appearance of the Adam Carolla era. Adam would later work with Joel Hodgson, the creator of Mystery Science Theater 3000, when he and Jimmy hired him as a writer. Now, interesting note about this, we are missing most of April of 1996. At some point, we may be able to catch you those files. Uh, no guarantees, no promise. Promises. We were going to jump straight ahead to May, but uh, using some creative means, we were able to find these tapes. This tape is actually Dr. Marcel's personal copy, given to him by Engineer Mike in 1996, that he sent to me about three or four years ago. So this is still an official source tape, and it's of similar quality to what you're used to in this feed. It's a complete show, and again, Dr. Marcel fills in for Dr. Drew. If I'm not mistaken, this is Dr. Marcel's first appearance of the Adam Carolla era. There's some. Talk up top of how he knows Dr. Drew, and they even mention uh, Drew's wife Susan being on the show earlier in the year. Drew's home sick, coughing up his third lung, and there's a great opening call from a girl whose friend had sex in her parents' bed and left a condom behind. Adam reads some faxes. One of the senders asks for the Mystery Science Theater 3000 guys to record a phone message for him. They give it a couple of attempts. At the end of the show, they plug upcoming guest Jasmine Saint Clair, who was going for a record gangbang at the time of the recording. We have about six minutes or so of that show. They also mentioned the band Space Hog. We have about 11 minutes of that show. we will trying to get the full things for you. Rancid and Kids in the Hall were also mentioned as guests later in the month. As for now, those are all lost episodes. As per usual, this was recorded in 1996. Some of the medical advice could be out of date. Please consult your own physician or contact Modern Day Love Line with Dr. Drew and Mike Catherwood. They'd love to take your call. 1-800-LOVE-191. Listener discretion is advised. You can find us on Twitter at Podcast One. On Facebook, Podcast One there as well. And Podcast PodcastOne.com, the home of all your favorite podcasts. Mahalo and get it on. Love line
2: thinking section Orion and Johnson. Listen in discussion at 5 now. Here's Love line with Dr. Drew and Adam
3: Carolla.
4: Well, I don't want to call the guy with the filtered voice a liar, but he's lying because we don't have Dr. Drew tonight. He is home uh coughing
5: up his third lung. Is that possible, Dr. Marcel? Well, I, didn't. I haven't checked with Drew's lungs lately.
4: <laughs> that is the voice of Dr. Marcel. He is a plastic surgeon and Drew's old college roommate.
5: Actually, we were roommates in medical school.
4: Which I just found out about 15 seconds before we went on the air, and my head is spinning.
5: He was a great roommate.
4: There's so many directions to go. I, I, this is better than when we had his wife Susan in here. Yeah. You didn't get sex with him on the first date, did you?
5: Uh, he's tough. <laughs> It's not easy.
4: (laughs) All right, now give me... And by the way, tonight, we do have uh, Trace Bulio and Jim Mallon, both from Mystery Science Theater 3000, the movie, who will be strutting in here momentarily. We're going to talk to them about that. That opens the 19th. But before we get to that, I would like to take some calls tonight that are
5: about your specialty, doctor, which is plastic surgery. Right, we can talk about anything that has to do with plastic surgery. Mostly people want to talk about cosmetic surgery.
4: Right, but plastic surgery would cover reconstructive surgery sure. and fires and sure. things like that. Well, we don't want to talk about the dark side of plastic surgery. We want to talk about the Hollywood end, the money-making end. There you go. The slimy end. Exactly. And you, you know, now now, don't take this as a slight, but you got a little bit of a plastic surgeon look to you.
5: Well, I'm really 65 years old. <laughs>
4: I meant the rope gold chain bracelet, actually. But <laughs> <laughs> You look a little, uh, oh, I'm trying to think of that. A Roy Scheider. you got a young Roy scheider to you. But, um, so we're going to take some calls about that tonight. You're going to give me some dirt on Drew right at the top. Any zingers ever vomit in the uh, waste,
5: paste, waste paper basket or anything like that? Yeah, he was pretty well behaved. Hard-working young man, that Dr. Drew.
4: All right, that's that's the company line. But I want to get past the line and into the dirt. That'll be for the breaks. <laughs> Did he ever strut around with nothing but a sombrero
5: on his erect penis? Oh, I saw him in diapers once. <laughs>
4: <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to help the youth of America. One call at a time. Megan, 13. Megan.
6: Hello. Hey,
4: you're on Loveline. Okay.
6: I have I have a, this really big problem. Mm-hmm. Okay. We, I had a party, and um, one of my friends was there. And they had sex in my parents' bed, and they left a condom there. And when my mom was changing the sheets, she found it, and she thinks it's me, and she won't believe me. I keep telling her that I didn't do it, and now she's like, totally won't let me see my boyfriend or anything.
4: Now, she doesn't believe you.
6: No, and I keep telling her.
4: Now, was it, was it, I mean, did she find out because she went to bed that night and woke up with it stuck to the side of her head?
6: No, she was like
7: changing the sheets. (laughs)
4: <laughs> I hate it when that happens. Either way, you're screwed because either way it was you that was getting it on in the bed or you had a party and you let, you, you essentially farmed out your parents' bed for sex. Yeah. Is she there? Is your mom there? No,
6: not right now. Oh, come on. No, you no, can't talk to her. I want to
4: talk to her. No. I'm an adult.
6: I know you are. But let, me,
4: but let me tell you something, Megan, about adults. Mm-hmm. They listen to other adults.
6: No, she's not gonna. She's not gonna go on on this,
4: okay? She, she will believe me when I tell her. Are you a virgin? Yeah. You are.
6: Yes. Well,
4: how could you have had sex in her bed if you're a virgin? Well,
6: she's not gonna believe
4: me. I'm gonna use the hymen argument, Megan. What in the hell is that? Don't worry, it's a good one. It, they used it. It's what got O.J. off. Oh,
7: really? Oh yes.
6: Ooh.
4: Shapiro used. They played the hymen card. He dealt it right from the bottom of the deck.
6: The
4: bottom of the deck. Oh, yes. Megan.
6: Uh-huh. Put her on. Okay. What's her name? Her name is Danielle. Okay. Okay, just a minute. All right.
4: The doctor, you got to help me on this one. <laughs> I know I sounded real confident there, but I'm getting scared. Danielle, Mother O'Megan.
2: Hello?
4: Danielle? Yeah? Hi, this is Adam Carolla. I'm on Loveline, and so are you. Mm hmm. Okay. Are you familiar with the show?
2: Uh, I think my daughter was very
4: to- important and influential radio show. Uh-huh. We're helping America. Okay. One teenager at a time. Okay. Okay, now Megan called and she's upset. You know why? Uh
2: no.
4: Because she had a little get together. I don't want to call it a party. Yeah,
2: I think I figured that one out. Right, you guys
4: were out of town.
2: Mhm.
4: And Daniel, you remember what it was like to be young, don't you? Yeah, but
2: I I'd never let
4: that happen. Right, right. Well, she didn't let it happen either, you know. She said she was a virgin.
2: Yeah.
4: And I believe her. But I
2: don't know if she is because yeah. I found that condom and I don't believe that was her friend.
4: Yes, but, it, but why would she have called me so upset? I mean, she didn't want me to talk to you. I begged her to speak to you. Do you understand that?
2: Yeah.
4: It was not her condom. I, can you dust for semen? Is that? <laughs> I'm asking the doctor now, Dr. Marcel. Is that possible? Can we bring it into the lab? It's a little late now, I think. She swears it wasn't hers. Uh-huh. Has she lied to you before?
2: About other things, but not this big.
4: Right. She's a virgin. It couldn't have been her. Well,
2: if, if I take it to the doctor, I can find out, but I don't want to do that because I don't know if she's lying or not.
4: No, she's not lying. I, I, I speak to millions of teenagers each evening, and I can tell just through the, the tone and the timbre of their voice. Mm-hmm. And I can tell you without a doubt, that Megan is a virgin. I don't know for how much longer, but she's a virgin. Yeah. So it couldn't have possibly have been her. Do you understand, Danielle?
2: Yeah.
4: How old are you, Danielle? Me?
2: Yes. 36.
4: 36. In your sexual prime, aren't you? (laughs) You know what it's like to have desires as a woman. Mm Mm-hmm. Surely there's nothing wrong with realizing some of those desires.
2: Yeah, but she's kind of young to be.
4: That's right, and that's why she wasn't doing it. But she should be disciplined. Because her friends went into the bedroom and used your bed.
2: I know, that should only be my space, but...
4: But she should, or they should be rewarded for having a condom. hmm I mean, that's responsible. It's a catch-22. Either she didn't have sex, or she did and used a condom. Yeah. So you gotta... You, you can't come down too hard on her, Danielle. Well,
2: I'm not that hard, but I mean, if I... I haven't talked to her boyfriend because she's like... I don't
4: know. Okay. But, Danielle, mm-hmm. just close your eyes and go back to, uh, you know, 1974 when you were swinging like a pendulum and your hormones were exploding. Yeah. You've been there, right? Mm-hmm. right get into that, that frame of mind before you pull out the belt. Okay. Do you know what I'm saying?
2: Well, I won't beat her or anything. All
4: right. Just be kind to her. Okay. Show love.
2: I won't leave her home by herself. That's for sure.
4: But show her love. Okay. Remember, you come down too hard on you, and she's going to be doing it in the kitchen next. All right?
2: Okay.
5: All right. (laughs) See, I know how to talk to all ages, Dr. Marcel. Well, you relate really well. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Parents and their kids. Nick. Hey. Hey, you're on Loveline.
8: Hey, how are you guys doing over there? Good. I tell you, I got a comment about yesterday's show. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, I got to say this, all right? All these fags are calling in the radio. it can I say fags on right now.
4: Uh, absolutely. Okay.
8: Okay, all, right. all these fags are calling on the radio station, and I have to say that God didn't put fags on earth, you know, pe- men on earth to meet with other men. He didn't put women on earth to meet with other women, and I think that's disgusting. He put them on earth to, you know, meet with each other. Now, why would they want to meet with a person of the same sex? Yeah. He, I think that's terribly
4: disgusting. Y- you're a big Pat Robertson fan?
8: Pat Robertson, who's that?
4: Okay. Oh, you'll find out soon. Don't worry.
8: Uh-huh.
4: Uh, listen. They're not mating, they're having sex.
8: Well, yeah, that's disgusting. Why do you have sex with somebody of your own sex? You know, that's terribly disgusting. You know, I think it's okay, though. When there's good-looking women, lesbian out, I think that's all right, though. Just because, I mean, you know...
5: (laughs) No double standard
8: there. I know, it's a double standard, I know. But anyway, but I think that's all right, though. Nick,
4: Nick, what form of uh, retarded religion do you practice?
8: I don't practice a retarded religion. You're not even religious
4: and you're cooking all this up?
8: No, I mean, you know, I was uh, baptized Catholic, but uh, I don't believe in a lot of stuff they say. I just have my own beliefs, you know?
4: (laughs) You certainly do. You certainly do. Yeah, well,
8: you know, it's just, Nick. I don't want to sound like a preacher or anything.
4: No, you don't, no. Right, you're too too dumb to be a preacher. I'm too dumb? Why are you calling me dumb? Nick, listen, yeah. let me tell you. Yeah. You may believe this in your heart of hearts, yeah. but don't talk about it in front of women, because you're never oh. going to get laid in your life.
8: Yeah, well, I've been laid already, so I'm... I'm
4: talking outside the family.
8: Uh, well, yeah, I'm <laughs> not... That's
4: harsh, man. All right, whatever. All right, Nick. Yeah. Have another bong lot. We're really doing some good work here, don't you think? Saving lives. Now, Dr. Marcel, are we allowed to talk about the book that I requested you to bring in? N- no? Nah. <laughs> uh-huh. don't, don't even. No, we're not you. Gonna. Yeah, because don't there's got to be, gotta be some kind of Hippocratic oath that uh, both of us are going down, right? All right, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to talk about it. Ryan. Hey, hey.
9: Um, listen. Uh, I got a problem with uh, premature ejaculation.
4: hmm You're 20 years old, Ryan. 20 years old. How long do you have?
9: How long have I had it?
4: Yeah, how long do you how long
9: do you um, last? Uh, probably five years.
4: Well, that's not that's that's, that's pretty long. Premature. I'm I'm only good for like 20 minutes.
9: Oh, that's am sorry. Um, well, it varies, you know. I mean, one time I had this really attractive girl. You know, and the problem isn't getting girls to go out with me. It's uh, just, you know, my performance. It uh, really hinders uh, repeat business.
4: Yeah, how long?
9: Um, it, it varies sometimes, you know, get really excited, like three, four pumps. You know, sometimes like, uh, you know, five minutes.
4: So it's, it, it's somewhere between uh, a tenth of a second and five minutes.
9: <laughs> yeah,
5: somewhere between that. That's bad. Now, Dr. Marcel, do you do any penis work? Now we uh, decided a while ago in my office that we didn't need to get into that. After botching a few? No, no, no. It's just you're dealing with a subset of the population that is kind of interesting. Oh, right. Men with with penis problems. Right. Now, so you don't do any
4: augmentation or anything like that. You don't put any bladders, no no hydraulic work going on down there. No lengthening. All right. Well, anyway, (laughs) that's the reason I brought you on the freaking show. (laughs) So, Ryan. All right, I'm going to give you an answer. Okay. And uh, Trace Bulio and Jim Mallon just uh, wandered into the studio. Uh, Dr. Forrester and uh, Gypsy from the movie Mystery Science Theater 3000. The movie. The movie. We have... uh, Now, Jim, you're uh, you're the writer and producer and... uh,
10: So many hats, you can't believe it. Right. No, I'm one of the writers, but I did get the directing credit and the producing credit. Do you, do you have, now, I know we're, we're jumping
4: around here, but yeah. ever, ever hey, hey, Ryan. Okay. Come on now. Now hey, you wait your turn. Any problem with premature ejaculation any time in any of the careers? I know, you know, not the Hollywood business can be
11: difficult. 100% on the time. <laughs> they say be on stage at this time and we're there. No premature ejaculation problems Absolutely ever. Absolutely not.
2: No
4: no. 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 All right, Ryan. Yeah. I'm going to give you the answer. And, Doctor, you jump in if you think I'm out of line here.
5: No, no, you're doing great.
4: There's a couple angles I like to work here. One, the first angle is the uh, take the bullet out of the, uh, out of the barrel is the first angle I work, which means basically have yourself, if possible, 20 minutes to 40 minutes before you partake in sex. You know what I'm saying?
8: Yes, absolutely. Were you with me? Yes, I know. All
4: right, number two, you know the Hey Vern guy? Yeah. Uh, Ernest goes to camp? Ernest, yeah. You can get posters of him.
9: Okay.
4: Put him, at the, put him at the foot of the bed and focus. Focus very intently on that. Come on, that's got to slow down any man. <laughs> I like to think of maggots. <laughs> Big buckets.
5: <laughs> Big buckets of maggots? Mm-hmm.
10: Football players. Mm-hmm.
5: <laughs> They're also local anesthetic creams. If he's a little too sensitive, that'll delay Oh, really?
10: Stimulation, yeah.
4: Uh, like what you would use, let's say if you're getting a tattoo and you were you didn't want to experience the, yeah, the there pain, are, There's gels. So they de- desensitize right. you exactly. exactly. Can you get that stuff over the counter?
5: Uh, yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Where? <laughs> Lots of places. Yeah, where in n- not in Thailand. I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm talking about here in this country. Um, I know a lot of uh, adult stores. I'm sure carry them. Really? Absolutely. But you assume all that stuff is like snake oil. No, not really.
4: It, it really a, works. It's a topical anesthetic. Wow, much like horseradish. Horseradish. So even, even though it's called dong catalyst, it still works, right? Oh, there's there are creams like called Prolong. Oh, and that just makes it numb. Yeah, exactly. Wow, I gotta get some of that stuff. <laughs>
11: I've, guys been, said, I've been using that for my uh, my uh, spiral when I throw a football. Prolong. <laughs> I thought it was to help with my throw. <laughs>
4: where's right? the hi hat when you need it? <laughs> Engineer Mike just came in a finger. All right, let's talk about the movie here, guys. This is coming out a week from tomorrow. Correct. The 19th. April 19th. Mystery Science Theater the, 3000, the, the movie. movie. It's not going to fit on any marquee, <laughs> so already got right going for it.
10: MST3K. Oh,
4: okay. The All movie. right, that works. The movie. <clears throat> now, you guys have a very dedicated following. Absolutely. And and it's been uh, running on Comedy Central for four or five years,
10: about seven years
4: total. Uh, don't argue with me; Sorry. I'll throw your ass right out of here. No problem. Seven years, Yes. Yeah. And it's a smart show, but it's sort of it has it's it's sort of like The Simpsons. At least this is my humble opinion, in that a lot of the writing is is real sharp, and they throw out some references that are that are pretty left field, but it's visual. Mm-hmm. And there's plenty mm-hmm. for, for the for the kids That's to get right. to.
11: It's a smorgasbord of comedy. There's something for everyone to taste.
10: It's a comedy uh, vehicle delivery system. It delivers <laughs> comedy directly into the viewer, right into his head.
4: So they're actually mainlining comedy. Yes, yes. with uh,
10: no, none of the nasty tars or nicotines that are usually
4: associated. And none of the withdrawals when they have to move to a, to a place that doesn't have Comedy Central. You got it. Now, speaking of that, is, is it? I heard it's coming off of Comedy Central.
11: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. We we've been.
4: Yeah, don't get smart with me. No, I'm
11: not trying to get. You, hey, you want a piece of me?
4: No, 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 man. <laughs> okay, it's cool.
10: We're we're dating right now. Not and Jim and I, the show. The, we, we're, we we're having a little date with the uh, Sci Fi Channel.
11: Uh
7: huh. And,
10: and we went out, and we're happy to report the date went well. Mm hmm. And it's not like we're sitting uh, by the phone waiting for it to ring again. We're, we're going to go to talk to others and see if they want to go dating as well, but we'll, we'll see how it goes. It seems like that might be a better home. But,
4: you, you know, you get on that Sci Fi Channel, and with the Sci Fi Channel comes all the Trekkie nerds. Are you scared they're going to find the show and somehow pollute it in their own like, Trekkie like way? Like Oh, Trace, a uh, big big Star Trek fan?
11: Uh, you can't see this at home, but I'm, I'm trying to put the Vulcan milk <laughs> pinch on... Uh,
4: <laughs> did I say Trekkie nerd? Yes, you no, did. I that's not like me. John. Yeah. Hey, you're on Love Line with everybody.
12: Hey, everybody. Um, hey, John. I don't really have a problem. I just want to, uh, to say stuff. All right. Um... John's not my real
4: name, though. Okay, that's enough. <laughs> I don't really have a problem.
5: just want to talk.
4: I just want to talk. <laughs> it's going to be the name of my next single. Jake, you're 16, and what is your problem?
13: Well, it was on April. I was over at my girlfriend's house, and her dad was gone to church. And we started having sex, and her dad walked in into the middle of it. <laughs>
7: Fresh
8: from church?
13: Yeah, he was doing, like, closing up some Easter thing. And he wasn't supposed to be home yet, and he came home, like, right in the middle of it. And he kind of got really pissed and threw me out and told me never come back and told her never talk to me again. So I haven't seen her for spring break, and she works, like, a lot. So I haven't seen her in, like, four days, and I really love this girl, and I have no clue what to do.
4: You can't call her?
13: No. Every time I've tried, he's there, and he answers the phone. Trace? (laughs) <laughs> we're
4: going around the room on
11: this one uh is there any opportunity to see her socially where her father is uh, not uh, involved
13: um well some well she works at carl's jr so i've driven by there a couple times but is i don't know her working schedule because it changes a lot
11: is there a drive up window
13: <laughs> and, yeah and see i've driven through that like five or six times already and she's not there
11: well you've tried everything i know
4: <laughs> yeah i mean if you try to drive through a window i mean that's it Trace's fresh-out ideas. I'm
10: going to have to pass on that one.
4: Jim, no no suggestions?
10: Are you sure she works there?
4: Yeah. You know, there's more than one Carl's Jr. It's a whole franchise. You may be going to the one in Temecula. She could be the one in Orange County.
13: Yeah. Well, I I know I'm going to the right one because I drop her off there sometimes.
4: Okay. Do her cuticles smell like onion every night?
13: (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Jake. Yeah.
4: Listen, so you don't go to school with her?
13: Well, we do, but it's spring break. Yeah, what do you how many
4: more days of spring break do you have
13: we have till we get go back Tuesday
4: oh, you can't make it until Tuesday
13: well I don't know <laughs> I don't know I just really miss her like I'm together with her all the time I mean is there anything I can talk with the dad about or you like it really pissed?
4: Uh, I would let him cool his jets Ooh. just a little bit yeah Jake doesn't the guy work yeah he does does he work does he work at, where's he work McDonald's um
13: I don't know where he works, some packaging company.
4: Okay, but. he works 9 to 5, though.
13: Yeah, I think so. Wait, does
4: he drag the phone with him
13: into the <laughs> office? I don't know, dude. It's like every time I drive by. I don't, I don't know what it is. I mean, I don't, like, try all the time, but I've tried a couple of times and he's been there. Okay, but... I don't but... know what the hell it is with him because he, like, has some...
4: Well, he lives his there, doesn't <laughs> it's he? His, it's his house. It really shouldn't be that big a surprise when he picks up the phone. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> uh, that's a very valid point you bring up, Trace. Jake. Let's just assume the guy works regular daylight hours. Right. He's a 9 to 5 guy. Right. We'll just assume that. Yes. Yeah. Try giving a call about noon. Okay? Yeah. Should even if he goes home for lunch, it still should be a little bit early. Right. She should pick up. If he picks up, you know what you do?
13: Hang up the phone.
4: That <laughs> I've is done right. It
13: like 15 times already. See, I work too during the day. I work at the movies. So, I mean, it's like all conflicting each other.
11: Do you have a dry erase board uh, that you could chart this out? I think we can
4: solve this problem. <laughs> Jake. Yeah. Jake, get to the phone at noon on a weekday. On a weekday. Not during the weekend. Mm-hmm. And call. All right. I guarantee you're going to find, but you only have tomorrow to test this. <laughs> yeah. Because then we're into the, that <laughs> godforsaken thing we call the weekend and everyone's screwed. Yeah. No telling when he's going into the office.
13: Alrighty. All right. And I have a you said you want plastic surgery questions. Yeah. I have a big like it's not really big but I have like a pearled nose. How do you go about fixing
5: that? Uh, what kind of a nose? Pearled.
13: Like you've never heard the expression where there's like a bump in the middle of your nose?
5: Oh, you have a bump on the, a boom. Yeah, and it like sticks out like a lot. <laughs> well, that would be, you know, a, what we'd call a rhinoplasty, which involves removing cartilage or bone from the dorsum of your nose. It's a yeah. very common plastic surgery procedure. All right. Yeah,
4: you could also try just popping that zit.
13: (laughs)
5: Alrighty. Jake, call her tomorrow at noon. Okay, thanks.
4: All right, and we'll be back.
2: Hello. 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 Love line, will be right back.
14: All right, Valentine's Day is upon us, and that is for men, particularly a very anxiety-provoking time. I bet you've been burned. I know I have with, uh, you know, buying flowers from 1999 that somehow suddenly become 74.50 and then what shows up isn't what you ordered and they're tiny and wilted and look, you know, embarrassing. This is why the books, B O U Q S, the books.com was started. That is T H E B O U Q S. They did so because they, too, had been in this embarrassing position, and they took bouquets and simplified them. Thebooks.com allows you to send flowers straight from their sustainable farms, which is on an active volcano in South America. That means they're going to be big, nourished flowers. They charge a flat rate of $40 with free delivery. So get ready for Valentine's Day. Thebooks.com is offering 25% off when you enter the code LOVELINE at checkout. That gets you two dozen roses for under $40 and one dozen roses for just $30, all with free delivery. So, Go to the Books, that is T-H-E-B-O-U-Q-S dot com. Click on the Shop button at the top of the page and send that special someone the freshest, longest-lasting flower bouquet. And don't forget, order by February 7th for Valentine's Day delivery and use the code LOVELINE to get 25% off. com. This
0: is an important announcement for anyone with a student loan who is having trouble making their monthly payments. If that's you, pay attention, because there's a special toll-free hotline that has been set up especially for you. So grab a pen and take this number down, or put it in your cell phone, 1-800-652-3707. That's 1-800-652-3707. When you call the National Student Loan Relief Hotline, you will get free information. That's free information to help you relieve the overwhelming financial burden of an ongoing end Student loan. If you are behind, late on payments, or even in default of your student loan, the National Student Loan Relief Hotline can help you. You may also be able to cut your payments in half right away. The National Student Loan Relief Hotline can also stop the harassing phone calls, wage garnishments, and even remove tax liens. The National Student Loan Relief Partner Companies have helped thousands of people just like you fix their student loan problem. Call 1-800-652-3707 for free information today. That's 1-800-652-3707.
5: Hey, this is Mike Piazza of the Los Angeles Dodgers, and you're listening to Loveline with Dr. Drew and Adam Carolla.
4: Mm, No, it is not Dr. Drew. It is Dr. Marcel, the dicey plastic surgeon. Now, let me ask you, Dr. Marcel, and don't don't take this the wrong way, but you're not spat upon by your your other doctor colleagues, are you? They don't look at you as a plastic surgeon and sort of snub their nose at you?
5: Well, sometimes they get the impression we don't do important work, but... That's all on your point of view. But you can do. I mean, Absolutely. somebody in some country could step on a
4: landmine, some, some eight-year-old, and you could reconstruct things. And
5: Plastic surgeons don't, most plastic surgeons don't just do cosmetic surgery. We do, a lot of plastic surgeons do facial reconstruction, craniofacial defects, kids born with birth defects, hep, cleft lips, all that sort of stuff.
4: Right, most, but you just work on the Gabor Sisters exclusively? That would be a franchise <laughs> in itself. Well, actually, uh, your business was probably cut in half a few months ago, yeah. but let's not get morbid. one 800 love 191 800 568 3191 fax number 310-854-4455. We're here with Trace Bulio and Jim Mallon, both from Mystery Science Theater 3000, the movie. Coming out the 19th. It's going to be huge
10: week from
7: friday
4: and if you i mean do you guys have any idea of the the numbers of fans i mean like we're talking about earlier you have a very dedicated
10: fan base Sixty five thousand registered fans and they say for every person that writes in there's five more that think about it so we think three to four hundred thousand might be
4: so because the good idea i mean the reason i think something like this is a good idea is you have this base that is going to go see this movie absolutely regardless of what the reviews are and i'm sure they'll be fantastic but you have this audience that's going no matter what because they're they're huge fans of the show you can't stop them no you you (laughs) could you could fill the theaters with cement and they'd
11: get in they would burrow in and they would find a way to project the film
4: (laughs) did you guys have a lot of fun making this movie
11: we had a great time yeah we did not have as much fun as Mel and uh, Jody did on uh, Maverick, however. So chances <laughs> are our film might actually be Somewhere funny uh, when people view it.
4: Right, because because you figure what happened with uh, <coughs> Jody Foster and Mel Gibson during Maverick is they had such a good time off camera mm-hmm. that they, they kind of shot their wad, and then when the camera was <laughs> they, rolling, they, didn't save they it, were it spent. They right. used their funny up. <laughs> So you guys saved your funny. Mm-hmm.
10: That's right. We got some of that cream you were talking about before. We did and not experience
11: it. premature joculation, <laughs> if I could just. <laughs> but, you know. <laughs>
4: Bridget. Bridget. Yes. 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 You're 24 and you're on Loveline.
2: Yes, this is the question for um, the plastic surgeon.
4: Mm-hmm.
15: And um, I was wondering, um, I heard that when you get uh, breast implants that you lose
2: nipple sensation.
5: In a certain percentage of women, you can. It oh, really? Can, yeah. About anywhere from 10 to 20% of women will experience a permanent change. And that can range anywhere from a slight decrease in sensation to uh, numbness.
15: So there's no way to tell until after you get it done, huh? Pretty much. Oh, gamble, I take
5: it. Well, most women that are seeking enlargement uh, figure it's a decent enough trade-off.
4: Oh, yeah. I'll tell you, if I could put uh, a quarter inch onto my penis, I would take half the sensation off. Right there. (laughs) And if I put on three quarters of an inch, I'd actually be in the hole for sensation. I would owe sensation (laughs) somehow to my penis. Bridget, what are you now? Um,
15: a 36A. Yeah, I'm.
4: Because I was really going along with the 36 part, and then, (laughs) then the scarlet the scarlet A A hit. (laughs) (laughs) That is a tough letter. Uh, What could you?
15: I could be worse. I could be a triple A.
4: Oh really? Yeah. Okay. Well, you could be a midget her- hermaphrodite too, but let's let's we're talking within the, the realms of reality here, Bridget. Okay. Now, doctor, what could you bring her up to? I well, mean, could you bring her as as big as
5: she wanted to go? You can, but you got to remember that breast implants are made in various sizes, and the bigger the implant, the heavier they are, the tougher it is to make it look natural. And you've never seen an implant, probably, but when you look at them outside the body, they don't look like anything like a breast, and you're counting on the person's tissue draping over the implant to make it look halfway normal.
4: Right. So it's sort of like your your breast tissue would be a sock, and you need a foot... No, wait a minute. That's about, that's about <laughs> There's right. There's something here. Yeah, that's a pretty A Christmas good analogy. stocking, and you're just dumping in candy canes exactly. and, and uh, frankincense and stuff like that. And right. Okay. So... So you, you would need the
5: basic shape. Right. There, there are limits depending upon the size of the person and all. What, what's if you want to look the, What's natural. the
4: biggest you've gone?
5: Yourself. Well. No, no, don't touch yourself. Oh. You know, you can go anywhere. Double D. All right. Now, what is the biggest you've done? 560 cc implants. That's double D? Yeah, it goes into the Ds. I My personal bias is not to try and make monsters.
4: Right. But have I you tr- done any strippers or porn stars yeah. or anybody I would yeah. know?
5: Well, I wouldn't know. Well, if they made movies, I would know. Well, then maybe. They're, they're, they're a little more difficult to deal with because they all want to be huge, and it's tough to make someone that huge look natural.
4: Right, right. Well, I kind of like that bizarre plastic freakazoid type of uh, monster boob look. And, and guys being, being fans of the science fiction genre, don't you agree with me? <laughs>
11: <laughs> Come on, what are your wives listening? I I, I, I like special effects that are
10: convincing. I, I Oh, okay. Yeah. So you try not to get too many strings and wires involved in in the work that we do.
4: All right. Well there's where we part ways, fellas. Lisa Ann? Yes. Yeah? You're on yeah. love line.
16: Okay, first of all, I don't need any help from the plastic surgeon. I'm a thirty six feet. <sighs> well,
4: we Jeez. could go the other way. No, 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 no. Hey, hey Yeah, that'd hey. be
16: nice. Yeah. My mom did last
4: year. Oh, I hate to hear that. It really <laughs> It really disturbs me on on, 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 on such a level. I really it was bad cuts bad right to my soul. The essence of what I am.
16: I'm sorry.
4: <laughs> What's your question?
16: Okay, um, I was going out with this guy for over, about over a year. I broke up for a while over the summer and I went out with this wannabe yuppie mama's boy Catholic child and uh, that didn't work out. Got back together with this guy and a couple of weeks ago before um, I was going to come home to have surgery. I had tonsils out, and it doesn't matter. <laughs> I mean, I came home to have surgery, and we were talking, and I said something to him that had caused us to break up before. I said that I wanted to spend more time with him, and he told me before that he couldn't tell me why we couldn't spend more time. and Well, this time he decided to tell me why, because the guy that he's living with is not only the guy he's living with. Mm. It's his boyfriend. Uh-huh Uh uh-huh and um we talked for a long time and i'm thinking i've been sitting home doing nothing but thinking recovering from surgery um and thinking you know i left him with this ultimatum if you want me you're gonna have to leave him leave the house you know you can move in with me whatever and now i'm thinking should i even have him move in with me
4: no yeah (laughs) yeah trace jim um anything like this ever come up in your lives you have any advice for uh, young lisa ann
11: you have to make a decision
4: she does yes but can this guy change i mean this guy is is well we
16: we were together for quite a long time and,
4: but but
16: and I'm, I'm like look nothing like a boy so i don't know he he's been attracted to me from the first day that he met me and he tells me that you know things that you know You know, if we were in a different place, or if he he had never met this guy, things would probably be different. Uh,
4: Lisa, Lisa, listen, let me tell you, what's his roommate's name? Mike. Mike looks nothing like a woman. That is the counter argument to that.
16: Well, he has long hair.
4: (laughs) All right, but he has a long penis as well.
16: And he's also, he is like, it's so funny.
4: Lisa, 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 hold on, I'm, I'm stopping you. Okay. because you're you're living in, in a fantasy world here the guys are, are looking we know what's going on this guy is bisexual at, at least he is interested trace what is that look I, I'm I'm just I'm
11: thinking I'm I'm thinking of a theory I'm thinking of the odd couple is what I'm thinking of <laughs> huh? oh,
4: yeah. you think Tony Randall's gay no okay she <laughs> He is interested in men at least half the time. And here's my theory on this, by the way. The train to homosexuality stops in in Bisexualityville, but it's clearly going to Homosexualityville. Do you know what I'm saying? He may just be waiting for the next train. I would bet you that if you caught up to this guy five years from now, he would be 100% homosexual. Yeah. I don't think if you caught up to him five years from now, he would be heterosexual and would have given up the male relationships.
5: Lisa Ann, has he been with other men outside of his roommate? Not that I know of, no. Have you asked him? Yeah. Yeah, but he's
4: lied about other things.
16: <laughs> he told me he hadn't had sex with anybody else but me for two years.
4: Well, maybe he's just trying to get a break on the rent. <laughs> I mean, lo- Lord knows, I've, I've stooped to lower. Oh yeah, well, you should have seen what I did to try to get out of a cleaning deposit he, once. He
16: was living with three people. Oh. He was living with this
4: guy. Oh, it's just a girl. sex farm he's running over there. Then <laughs> <laughs> you better hope he doesn't have any pets. He does, but it's a lizard. Oh, the humanity!
16: It's a lizard. <laughs> uh, oh, oh no, no!
4: Is he using protection? <laughs> Lisa. Yeah. I think this guy's a bust. I really do. Thumbs down. He was lying to you. He was with his roommate. Forget it. Yeah. Forget it. Move on. It's take your so take your big beautiful breast and find yourself a man who can appreciate both of them. And we'll be back.
9: Love line
2: Look deep into this jingle. You are getting sleepy, sleepy. Love line will be right back. You will
14: All right, now, everybody, winter weather is upon us. Roads are closed. Flights are canceled. I've been stuck at airports way more than I want to think about. But while I'm there, I can use our friends from GoToMeeting with Faces by Citrix to use their powerfully simple way to meet and collaborate online, whether I'm using a phone, iPhone, iPad, computer, laptop, no matter what, no matter where, no matter what the weather is like, and you can sign up for GoToMeeting. You've heard us talk about these guys. We use them all the time. Ironically, if we're going to do business with somebody else, we use GoToMeeting. And in GoToMeeting, you get real-time, high-definition, video conferencing, and you can throw up one another's documents and work on each other's documents while you're having your electronically face-to-face meeting. So no matter where you are, you can be instantly connected. Sign up, GoToMeeting from your computer or mobile device. Share screens, collaborate. We rely on Go To Meeting all the time, and like I said, when I've been stuck, and I was stuck in New York last week, and I was stuck in the airport, Go To Meeting is always there. So, start your free thirty day trial of Go To Meeting today. Visit Go To Meeting g o t o Go To today. Click the Try It Free button and use the promo code Loveline. That is Go To Meeting com promo code Loveline. Meeting is believing. Mm.
4: Well, we're back here on Loveline. (laughs) Dr. Marcel, yes, thank you for shutting the door and doing double duty here on Loveline. Dr. Drew is not here. He is at home hacking up a lung. We uh, wish him well, and he will return on Sunday. God willing. 1-800-LOVE-191, 1-800-568-3191, fax number 310-854-4455. We're here with Trace Bullio and Jim Mallon, both. For Mystery Science Theater 3000, the movie, coming out the 19th Friday. It's going to be huge. We yeah,
10: hope so.
4: And the kids are going to go nuts for this thing. They're going to eat it like candy. We,
10: yeah, we think so.
4: They're going to see it again and again and again.
10: And bring everyone they know.
4: Yes, even people who have died.
10: <laughs> <laughs> as long as they buy a ticket.
4: <laughs> I, I, that would be an interesting question. Is there, I know they have rates for seniors, but what about for the...
11: Free for to the get babies? in. <laughs> Bring a corpse, get in for half price.
10: <laughs> you know, the thing about the movie is uh, the more people that watch Mystery Science, the funnier it gets. So if the theater's got three, four hundred people in it, it's going to be a blast. They're and
4: is, is, now describe. For, for those who, ha- who don't have the uh, uh, Comedy Central and, and who aren't familiar with the TV show, describe that, and then and then we'll describe the movie as it compares it's, to that. It's
10: very simple. We make fun of bad motion pictures. We watch them from start to finish, and our guys, Mike Nelson and Crow and Tom Servo, are at the bottom of the screen in silhouette. And uh, they, their microphones are open, and they're able to uh, add comment, replace dialogue, and uh, crack whys throughout the entire uh, and 90 minutes of the film.
4: Right. So they'll take some movie like uh, Hercules Goes right. to Venus. Right. And it'll be some bad campy 60s or, you know, 70s movie. Right. Off times uh, shot in Italian
11: and redubbed into Brooklynese or
4: something. Right. Like some Steve Reeves exactly. film. And they'll do basically what all of us have done at one time or another in front of the TV late at night probably stoned with a few buddies in the room, cracking-wise to the TV, but this is basically that show, and you're watching guys who are who are really good at it.
10: Uh, trained professionals, you know, this kind of comedy, you really want to use trained
4: professionals. Now, how professionals. how much of it is scripted beforehand, and how does that work?
11: Uh, the whole uh, movie, well, the whole show is, is uh, scripted very tightly. We sit in a room, uh, up to ten writers uh, will sit around watch this film and riff and jam and just... See what Uh, sticks. See what sticks to the wall. Um,
10: We put nearly uh, 700 jokes in each movie on the TV series. The film, we backed it off a little bit to allow for a little bit of audience reaction.
4: But the the movie is basically what the uh, TV show is.
10: Um, yeah, more or less. I mean, we, we do a little bit more of a backstory for people that are not familiar with mystery science. Right. Get them up to speed quick. But we try to get to what we do best, which is commenting on movies real time. Right. And
11: it's uh, more finely crafted, I, I think, than the television show. We had more time to work on the, the jokes and the timing.
4: And you have a budget. <laughs> McKella.
7: <laughs>
4: Ouch. McKella. Hi. Well, you're making stuff out of, out of stuff everyone has in their garage a, for the, the androids. So. That, that's true. But it, it's, it's cute. McKella. What do you need?
17: My problem is that I've had a crush on another woman for over a year, and I don't know if I should just move on and forget about her because I haven't seen her in, like, a few months. I don't know if I should forget about her and go on or try to get a hold of her. I don't know what to do. Where
4: do you know her from?
17: Um, I knew her from high school. I graduated last year, and I saw her, and I even took a class just to be with her, like, watch her, <laughs> which is pretty, like, strange. Right. But I, ha- I was just so obsessed with her, and it just got out of control. I told her, and she came over to my house a couple times, and I just could not make a first move. I don't know how guys do it.
4: <laughs> <But> I- <laughs> what, we get really loaded, and then just go and vomit on him, and go, I'm sorry, man, but I love you. That's what I wanted to do.
17: <laughs>
4: I know I you're curious. dating my best friend, but man, Kurt's an asshole, man, and you should be with me. <laughs> So that's how we do it, don't we, guys? Yeah, more or less. Sometimes yeah, it's not always Kurt. <laughs> no, it's always Kurt. <laughs> <laughs> He's an asshole. <laughs> so you have no idea whether she's a lesbian?
17: No. I, she was up for it. She said she would, you know, try to get with me and everything. But we were both, like, kind of shy, and we didn't know what to do. And she just, I don't know. I don't know if she was if she was attracted to me because all my guy friends talked to her. And they told me, of course, yeah, yeah, she likes you and everything. And they brought her over to my house, you know, and leave us alone or stuff like that. And really? It was just really hard. I didn't know how to approach her, you know. We talked a little bit. And so
4: you, let me just get something straight. Mm-hmm. Your guy friends went out and did your bidding, yeah, essentially, they, they for you. <laughs> they, they talked you up. Uh-huh. They got her. Yeah. And they delivered her. To my house. Like some sort of mafia. to your house
17: yeah and i just totally ruined my chance to
4: did they strip her down grease her up and you know load her up with liquor and toss her into your bedroom i wish. and you couldn't
17: i couldn't do it close
4: the deal on that
17: i don't know i just i just could not i don't know how guys make the first move at all all
4: right listen (laughs) and and please fellas because i know you all have valid opinions (laughs) help me out here but if she showed up She's interested.
17: Yeah, that's, I guess. Well,
4: that was my question. Did, did
11: has she expressed any interest?
4: But this the, the fact that, she act, that the guy said, go over there. Mm-hmm.
17: Yeah, she showed up with this other girl, too. Um, I don't know. It was just strange because I told all my guy friends I was just totally in love with her. <laughs> or it was just lust. But I don't know. It was strange. And then she, just, she would show up to my house, and I was, like, ready to do something, and then I just couldn't.
5: Now, why would these guy friends be so accommodating?
17: Oh, because they wanted to watch, of course.
5: Mm-hmm. That's what I thought. Oh, uh, so they are
10: They just
17: wanted the... to see some action. That's all.
4: That you does know, sound so, all right. Now it's all all the pieces are cu- are, are so, falling so into place. Where
10: bleachers set yeah. up was there that's a, a right. viewing audience? How many people were peanuts, cracker jacks? How crack many people, <laughs> people were at your house?
17: Well, Talents. just like okay, um, one time that they actually drove over to pick her up and brought her over, it was just two guys, and they totally just sat there and watched, and then they just drove off. You know, and then she and I were just left there alone in my front yard. I didn't know if my parents my window,
10: so your parents were home.
17: huh. My parents were home, and so I didn't want them looking. No, this right. Right.
10: it sounded really crowded to me. I it, does it sound <laughs> yeah. crowded to you. Gardner <laughs> came by. Uh, he jumped in for a few
4: minutes, but he had to get back to the shrubs. So, Michaela, hmm. there's one way to solve this. Okay. You know what way it is, don't you? To do it. I am going to put the velvet crown royal sack over my tongue, <laughs> and I am going to talk some sense into this woman. Yeah,
17: but the thing is, I haven't seen her in a few months. Uh, she goes to another school. She
4: wants uh, you even more. That's and, it. Huh? You, yes, she's built up interest and no. on her interest.
17: No. Yes. She's had some boyfriends. No,
4: no, no. And you know who she pictures every time she has sex with <laughs> one of these guys?
17: Mm, hopefully maybe. no trace
4: Bulio. <laughs> and then after him it's you all right well, we're that's gonna
17: interesting point because
4: we're gonna call her no yes yes all right we're no. gonna take a vote guys should we call her we call absolutely it. yeah gotta call otherwise it's gonna it's gonna hound you it's gonna dog you
17: I know but I've called her before like before they brought her over my house I would call her and like just talk
4: to listen her. listen <laughs> listen Mikella. we're running out of time but all right. I want to tell you this we are gonna settle this tonight. Do you understand? Either she likes you or she doesn't. I All bet right. she does, and I bet I could talk her into it. But God forbid she doesn't, then you move on. All right. You understand? Yeah. You have to have some form of uh, what are they called? Resolve in your life. You cannot have this kind of unfinished business. Yeah,
17: because every time I get with a guy, that's I can't right. Take and control. It's annoying.
4: Today's the first day of the rest of my life. <laughs> All right, we're putting you on hold. All right. All right.
10: You've got to lose those guys though. You just can't have a crowd around. I, Audience I participation.
4: Just, uh... You know, it's weird. Like a fool, I was saying, "Hey, these guys are pretty generous. Just look at them; they're going out. They're, you know, they see that she's interested in this, and they're they're helping her achieve this fantasy." And I should have known that their pants were around their ankles the entire time. Well, the relationship is not a circus. You don't <laughs> invite the neighborhood over. <laughs> Nothing is free, and. Uh, Doctor Marcel, during the commercial we we're talking about uh, transvestites. No. Transsexuals? Transsexuals. Meaning the operation of, of from, from a male to become a female or a female to become versa. a male. Have you done anything
5: like that? No.
4: It, explain how that works. Let's say I wanted to become a female.
5: Well, one you'd have to be seen by a psychiatrist. All right. You'd have to
4: My have... dad's a shrink, so I could I could get a note from him like by this time tomorrow. <laughs>
11: we're moving
5: ahead. We're moving ahead. Once, once you'd um, lived as a woman for about a year, cross-dressing. <laughs> no, seriously. Okay, all right. That, there's a lot of there's a lot of steps to it because could, obviously. Cause
4: I, could I live as a lesbian woman? That way, I wouldn't have to change my wardrobe.
5: Well, I'm not sure about that. Okay, but I've lived as a woman for a year. You'd have to live as a cross-dress as a woman for a year. You'd have to have psychiatric clearance. Right. Got the note from dad. Then there's a, a series of stages you can undergo, starting with hormonal replacement therapy. All right, but let's get to the penis being lopped off. Well, it's not lopped off. It's you, turn, it? you turn an outie into an innie.
10: Explain how that works. Uh, well, you <laughs> you're using that topical cream that. <laughs> exactly. Okay, good.
5: To create a cavity where there is none. Uh-huh. And the lining of the cavity is the former skin of the penis that's pulled inside.
4: Uh-huh. So, where does the incision go? What do you do with that scalpel?
5: I don't do anything. What, what what do your <laughs> colleagues do with that that scalpel? Well, you have to create an opening. Where do you make the incision? It's right at the base of the penis. And all the way up? No, not all the way up.
4: You cut it sideways? Is there something to put in a mason jar when it's all over? That's that's all I want to know. Chris.
9: <laughs> yes.
4: Hey, you're 24 and you're on the love line.
9: Good heavens, I didn't actually expect to get on. Um Well, my problem is my girlfriend, who loves me an awful lot more than I love her. And I want to know, but I I do love her. And she sends me letters, she sends me cards. We get to see each other about twice a week or so. And I want to know what advice you guys have as to whether I should stay with her, and and maybe propose or uh... break up with her or or what what it is what it is i should do with the situation because i'm not really sure where i want to go from her and we've we've only gone uh... gone out for about four months
4: well that's not that long i mean i i wouldn't you're you're unsure right chris yeah why she love you so much because i'm not getting that vibe off you i mean think you're an okay guy (laughs) But you're not—you're not knocking me off my feet.
2: Um,
9: you're
4: good-looking guy.
9: Well, I am, I am, and, and and I like to think I'm a fairly decent guy. This has been the consensus of many people I've known. <laughs> okay,
4: so you have—you have it on paper.
9: Yeah, yeah, As a matter of fact, I do. Right here in front of me. All right.
4: So, but Chris, 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 we got to go to break. Okay. So we're gonna we're gonna sum this up very quickly by saying it's four months. Stall. Go into the four corner. You know what I'm saying? Give it some time. Yeah, give it some time. You don't have to make any decisions. She loves you. You love her. She loves you a little more. Big deal. Maybe you'll come around. All right. (laughs) He's easy. All right, Chris. We'll be back.
2: Call Loveline at 1-800-LOVE-191. Loveline. We'll be right back.
14: Well, now, two of the most common New Year's resolutions are A, get your life organized, and B, start a business. And you can now do both quickly at LegalZoom.com. I love these guys. I've actually used them myself for setting up a will for someone, for setting up a corporation. Getting your life organized starts with a last will and testament or living trust from LegalZoom. It's easy. It's inexpensive. And you'll protect your assets, your family, and get peace of mind. B, start a business. LegalZoom can help you launch your dreams and save you a ton of time and money. LegalZoom has helped over a million businesses, and LegalZoom gets the job done right. Nine out of 10 customers would recommend the service to their friends and family. Why? Because they get personalized, affordable protection quality. Maybe that's why they earned an A-plus by the Better Business Bureau. I know I recommend them. LegalZoom's step-by-step process was created by a team of experts in law and technology. LegalZoom is not a law firm but can connect you with a third-party attorney and provides you with self-help services. For special savings, enter LOVE, L-O-V-E, in the referral box at checkout. Please don't let another month go by before you take care of these things for your family and business. From wills to business formation, trademark applications, power of attorney, and even bankruptcy help go to legalzoom.com
4: Well he's back here with Trace William and Jim Allen both from Mystery Science Theater 3000 the movie also sitting in for Dr. Drew and doing a quite an able job is Dr. Marcel, the dicey plastic surgeon guy. <laughs> <laughs> but guys, back me up. He does have a little bit of a different look than 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 your sort of Marcus Welby, you know, older distinguished now, if you gentleman.
10: Think of plastic surgeon in Hollywood. You would you think of Dr. I,
4: I think you had it uh,
11: properly uh, laid out there earlier. The Roy Scheider. The he lo- does look like
4: a young, young Roy Scheider. For for those who aren't. Uh, familiar with Roy Scheider and his work, I guess his most recent work would be he was the captain of the Seaquest uh, Absolutely.
10: sub, wasn't D- he? DSV, that's yes. right. And he went shark fishing in one movie.
11: And he's been labeled the leathery survivor Roy
4: Scheider in recent years. Oh <laughs> that's gotta be a rough a rough label. Too yeah, much son. He, he does he's a he's a cross between Roy Scheider and um, the actor James uh, Oh, come on. Earl Dean Jones. Uh, James Woods. James James Woods. Ah, Do you get that a lot? Because you're
11: shaking your head like... Better skin
4: than both of them. And we'll be back in 10. (laughs) Threw the thing (laughs) onto their head. Uh, (laughs) uh, Mechalaz, what did I call her? Michaela? Michaela, the budding lesbian who I spoke to for about 45 minutes, uh, 10 minutes ago and we said we are going to call her, uh, her crush, her, uh, her, her potential lover, did not have the right phone number for her, which I'm guessing is just flat-out BS. Yeah. So, uh, so I put a curse on her and her uh, budding lesbianism. 1-800-LOVE-191 is the phone number. 310-854-4455 is the phone number. We're here with Trace Bulio and Jim Mallon, both from Mystery Science Theater 3000 the movie oh what's the thing? oh okay all right, all right. we got it got a note and uh McKella was up for it but uh it just didn't work out dave
3: hey mr philosopher warrior ah
4: that's an old title but i think it sticks don't what do you guys think excellent excellent j uh, david 15 what is your question
3: Okay, I was wondering, uh, for the guys from Mystery Science Theater 3000? Yes. Um, uh-huh. Okay, I've got kind of three questions. I just thought of another one. Why did they call it MST3K, you know? Well, why didn't the
10: K- they for? or do they?
11: Do. What,
3: what What's the K for?
11: Thousand. thousand. It's kind of a metric thing.
3: Oh, yeah, kilometers, thousand. There yeah, you okay. go. All right, um, why did they put Mike in the movie instead of Joel? Uh,
10: and, Joel left the show uh, three years ago, and oh, Mike took man. over.
3: Because I I really did like Joel a lot. I mean, I really did. He was a lot of... It was funny. Um, okay, and I got a question for the doctor. Um, all, right. all right, I've got uh, a lot of birthmarks on my face, and I was wondering if I could uh, remove those with laser surgery without having uh, scars left.
5: It depends. What color are they?
3: Uh, they're brownish.
5: Yeah, there's um, a lot of lasers out on the market right now that uh, treat a variety of birthmarks. If it had blue or or red from, like, a blood vessel, you'd use a certain type of laser, but brown birthmarks also work real well for a different type of laser called a YAG laser. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) I thought of a gag laser, like
4: (laughs) something with a fly on it or or in it, frozen into it or something.
5: Yeah, lasers are amplified light because there's a lot of different colors, wavelengths of light, depending upon what wavelength you amplify determines what the laser does.
4: Now, so do you do, you do much uh, yeah. laser work yeah, in your in your clinic? Lasers. Now, can you remove tattoos? Absolutely. And, uh, I, they can basically get rid of anything. So, okay. so they
10: can.
5: You we, you certainly can. But okay, you can't great. You
10: can go to Radio Shack and buy one of those little a little pen, pen light lasers yeah, you can Do it no. yourself. No, okay. <laughs> okay All right. Well.
5: Um, All right, Dave. I'd, I'd
3: like to say two more things. Uh, I'd like to say hi to producer Ann, the very lovely producer Ann, and hi. I'd like to say hi to uh, the one Nut wonder, Mike. And, oh, yeah, um, it was my birthday on March 29th, and I just wanted to say that because most of my friends missed that. All right. All right, bye.
4: <laughs> Boy, it was like he's getting an Academy Award. <laughs> <laughs> Donna?
15: Yeah, hi. This question is for anybody who can help me. All right. Okay, I've been with uh, this guy for over a year now, Mm-hmm. and two days ago he called me up, and we were talking, and he said that he wanted to take a break.
7: Mm-hmm. He
15: felt that we were seeing too much of each other, and I was smothering him.
7: Mm-hmm. Now, you have to yeah.
15: get that we've right. been together for over a year, and we were, like, extremely close friends before we even started dating. Right. And I want to know if I should take this as, like, him trying to say just go away for good, or what should I do? How do I All tell right. him how I feel? Cause
4: we're going to translate. We uh, Everyone here speaks male BS fluently. <laughs> <laughs> we're We're all very cultured in that, so I'll tell you what we'll do Jim
10: He's sending a message
4: you speak male b s you say Send to me, me, you say to uh, Donna, I would like to take some time off, and i will I will translate just repeat that phrase
10: uh, uh, you know Donna, I'd like to take some time off.
4: I would like to bang some of your friends.
15: Oh. Yes. No. I no. just
4: translated it this, like a like, like it's a male embassy over here. But
15: see, we've taken like time apart before. And I mean, this isn't some little fling that him and I have. I mean, we've talked about moving in within a couple of months and and going farther than that. And I'm not sure if if he's I don't know, he's we are in love. Oh, you are. Definitely. Mm. Right. Right. Uh what what is the definition of smothering to guys?
4: So when you put a pillow over someone's head and try to kill them.
15: No. I mean, like, by a woman.
4: Uh, guys have this thing where they, when a woman gets too close, they get a little insecure. And I'm letting you in on a big secret here. I really shouldn't be saying this because this is really to, uh, kill you after. one of the few aces left in the guy's hole, as it were. But... When guys feel a woman coming on too closely and they get too much, too, they get feelings for them. And when they get feelings for someone, they get vulnerable and they feel scared and they feel like it could be taken away from them. So what they do is they try to keep you at an arm's distance so that they don't become too involved, so that they don't become too vulnerable, so that they don't potentially get hurt down the road. That's what the smothering stuff comes from.
15: So, like, should I should I try to call him in a little bit, like in a few days, let him have his rest or whatever? Or should I wait till he calls
11: me? <laughs> he's not resting. When he's we up and around. He's, be kind of tired. He's, not, he's tired from having sex with your sister. What is it? You think he's in a hammock?
7: 10.
4: Oh, he's a sicko then. <laughs> Don't ever get back with him. And call the authorities. All right. Donna, listen. Here's the only chance you have with this guy. You must. Wait for him to call you, Mm -hmm. and when he does call you, do not act like Dino when Fred came home (laughs) from work. Uh, Attack him at the door and lick him. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Give that, uh, there, uh, okay, Donna, Mm -hmm. I'm going to play you. Okay. You play him. Go ahead and call up. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll pick the phone up. Okay, ring, ring. Hello? Hello? (laughs)
15: Um, yeah, hi, hon. Um, it's
4: me. I want to- Who? Time apart. Time? Oh, Oh, um, I'm watching TV now. Um, could I call you back?
15: Um, but don't you want to talk to me? I haven't talked. To yeah, you
4: I, I, I do. Months. But didn't, didn't we just talk yesterday?
15: No, no, no. That was, that was
4: two months ago. Oh, two months. Yeah. Wow. Where did the time go? I don't know. Okay. Well, I'll call you back after Oprah.
2: I'm all right. Okay. I swear. Okay.
4: Okay. 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 All right. Then don't call back. Are you serious? Then he will call again, and this time he will be desperate. Am I right, guys? Yeah, uh, guys yeah. aren't real smart. He'll be on his knees. You, you have to <laughs> fool him into this. All the secrets mm-hmm. are out. Yes. All right.
10: Okay. All right, Donna.
4: Guys are pretty easy once you really once you really break them down.
10: That break thing, though, you know, oldest <laughs> trick in the book.
4: <laughs> Ed. Hey, what's up? Hey, you're on Love Line with everyone from Mystery Science Theater 3000, the movie, and Dr. Marcel
9: i just like to say I used to love the show when Joel was on. Joel was the man. Joel was the man.
4: And we we don't like uh, Mike?
9: Well, Mike's a good guy, but he's no Joel. Sorry, Mike. But, okay. Anyway, (laughs) the reason I was calling, well, we kind of have a little problem on our basketball team. Uh, One of the players, well, you know, kind of in the showers and around, he gets kind of roving eyes, if you know what I mean. Mm Mm-hmm. And he's pretty outwardly gay. I mean, if no one, he admits that, you know, he's not in the closet or anything. Right. Okay, well... He's like, I don't know, sometimes like after in the locker room or something, he kind of brushes up against you, if you know what I mean. I don't know. Well,
4: I'll take your word for it that he's brushing up against you.
9: No, I don't think so. It happens a little too frequently.
4: No, I believe you.
9: Okay. Okay. It happens a little too frequently to to just, you know, pass it off. So we're wondering what to do because, I mean, don't really feel good talking to coaches about it. I mean, the kid doesn't take a hint. He knows how we feel. I mean.
4: Okay. You want to know what? Yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Is he a good player?
9: Yeah, he is. Well, he's one of the stars.
11: Do you need to win this year?
9: Yeah, well, the coach is kind of his dad, too, so he really doesn't have much to listen to us about, you know what I mean?
4: Well, obviously. All right, wait a minute, Ed. You are going to, you can't tell the dad then.
9: No. 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 That's not an option at this point.
4: No. And he is one of the top gay players in the nation?
9: (laughs) Well, um, yeah. The The kid's pretty good.
4: Okay. So you don't want to throw his game off? No. Okay, here's what you do. Okay. You basically let him let him sodomize you until after the playoffs.
9: <laughs> I'm going to pretend I didn't hear that.
4: <laughs> All right, I'll repeat it. You have to let him sodomize you until after you guys are eliminated from the playoffs. Otherwise, you're going to throw his game off. No, Ed, here's what you do. Okay. You do like they do in those prison movies. You take a you take a pillowcase and you fill it with uh, Coke cans and soap bars. And then beat him. And you drag them into, the, into oh. the shower and you just beat him senselessly. That's
9: always a good option. That's a good option. <laughs> no, no, it's,
4: no. Ed. Yeah. Listen to me.
9: I'm hearing you.
4: Just shoot the guy the look. You know what I mean?
9: The look has been shot.
4: The look has been shot. The look, the look is out He will this. understand the look.
9: He does understand the look, but you continues to keep this activity going.
5: Ed. Have you yeah. talked to him about it?
9: Yeah, it's been talked about. Like, he just kind of passed it off, you know. Like,
4: no he he denies it?
9: He denies it. Ed. There's no denying it. Ed. What's up?
4: Are you secure with your own masculinity? That I am. All right. If you're truly secure with your own masculinity, you will be able to get through the season without having to pull this guy aside and really make an issue out of this, unless he's going for your junk when you're trying to, you know, drain the three.
9: <laughs> that could be a problem.
4: Draining the three sounds like a guy with a small penis masturbating, doesn't it?
9: I'll take your word on it. Ed. Yeah.
4: Just make it through the season, would you?
9: Yeah, I'll do my best. All right. I, I got one more comment. Yeah. You know, the thing about the schlong being cut and, oh, come on, that's, that's really sick and
4: twisted, and they shave the Adam's apple down, yeah. oh how much work though they'd have to they'd have to really do a lot of work on me, wouldn't they? You haven't seen how much hair I have on my ass i mean that that would be like i'd have to I'd have to go move to Sweden just for the ass part alone uh, Francesca Hi. hey, you're on loveline.
6: I had a question for um the plastic surgeon
5: fire away.
6: okay um. I'm Italian, and the bridge in my nose is pretty wide. Mm-hmm. And, like, when I take pictures, it just, like, pops out, and that's really, I don't know, it's not, like, that bad. But I was just wondering if the procedure for having it, like, um, made a little bit smaller was very, like, extensive and if it would be, like, long. and
5: No, I mean, depending upon what part of the country you're in, it can be, you know, relatively expensive. It can be several thousand dollars. And the recovery time typically, though, is only about a week that's about how much time you're in a splint. Then you have some bruising that may last a few weeks,
6: like black eyes and stuff. Yeah, you can. Okay. But
5: it, it's not like you know, an incredibly long, complex reconstructive procedure. It's fair, it should be fairly straightforward, depending uh, upon what your nose looks. like.
4: Francesca, you're 16. Yeah. yeah. Now, should she wait? Is there or is yeah, there, does it make a difference?
5: By 16, her nose is, has grown to about the, its adult size. So right. Any time after 16. It'll
4: just get hairier as the years go on, but not bigger. I
10: hope not exactly. know. What, what part of the country
5: is Chief? Central
17: California.
5: It? it really depends in the big metropolitan areas, New York, Los Angeles. Obviously, the going rate for certain procedures is much more expensive than in, say, the Midwest. Oh, really? Absolutely. There's a big... Variation. See, I,
4: I, I was thinking it, it may, may have been the opposite because there's competition... Here, there's more doctors, and, and there's more to choose from as opposed to going trying to get rhinoplasty in Montana.
5: Competition plays a role in it, but for certain, certain procedures, it's definitely more expensive in the bigger cities.
4: And what's the deal with Michael Jackson? Now, you're a plastic surgeon. You know, you, you've seen the boy. Do you have, and I don't mean that in a boy in a derogatory <laughs> way. You've seen the lad. What, what's up with him? He's just gone too far. Too many times? Yeah. And What do you think happened to his nose? Did they take out too much cartilage
5: or too much bone? I mean, everybody, every plastic surgeon in Southern California has an opinion on on what he's done to himself or had done to himself. And it's, most of us agree that he just kept insisting on a change and wanting more refinement and more change. And it starts a vicious cycle. You get a lot of scarring, a lot of complications. And... Right. It's, it's, it's sort of like... You can only put so so, many,
4: so much seasoned salt in the stew before the thing just tastes like crap. Right. You can only do so much to change what you have. All right, that's a horrible analogy. <laughs> <laughs> I
12: was trying to think <laughs> of it
4: Seasoned salt. I don't kind of... know what they're talking about here. <laughs> Courtney. Yeah. You're on Loveline. Hi. Um, wait,
6: I have a question first. <laughs> How come producer Ann's picture isn't in the K-Rock calendar?
4: I don't know. Producer Ann?
6: That's a damn good question. Well,
4: at the time, she was really heavy, and she wouldn't fit on Shut to one up, of them. <laughs> she
5: looks good now,
4: though. Oh, she does. And let me tell you something about producer Ann that I was just noticing uh no, don't. Yesterday, no? She's a hottie. Is that all? All right, I'll say that.
12: that would... I
4: she's looking good. She she's in. looking real good. As good as uh, she's looked. I think she should have got her picture in. Marcel, oh, yeah, no changes think, to make no. there. No. Would
5: You can't dabble with perfection.
4: All Aww. right. All right. Now, stop kissing <laughs> ass, because it's getting obvious now. Courtney, mm-hmm. what else?
6: Okay. There's this guy, right? And I, like, really, really like him.
7: Mm-hmm.
6: And I, like, want to have sex with him, because I, like, really, really like him. But he doesn't think... He doesn't know that I'm a virgin. Mm-hmm. He thinks that I'm not, because he asked me if I have before... But I like I never denied it. But I never said I, like I never said I didn't and I never said I did, you know, but he thinks I have.
4: Right. You're you're sixteen years old? Yeah. All right, that's that's fine, yeah. How old is he? Thirty seven.
6: No, he's like I think he's yeah, he's sixteen. Okay. And um I I is there anything I could do so he doesn't know?
4: So he doesn't know you're a virgin? Yeah. Is there some sort of um, um, hymen removal home kit that they sell over the counter? And if not, could I get involved with the marketing
5: of that? Because we could move some product on this show. I mean, theoretically, any kind of trauma to the vagina could break the hymen. Right. D- is your hymen intact, Courtney?
15: Um, I believe so
4: okay i'm gonna take your word for that keep the phone up around your head by the way we don't
5: this would probably be a good question to go over with your family gynecologist
4: all right but this guy i'm guessing this guy's uh has a has a very dangerous combination which is going to make him blind to any of the facts which is horny and stupid
6: okay but the problem is yes my one of my really really good friends thinks i have two well i don't know they like i don't know they like, like got it in their head and i never said i didn't you know
4: he says you have two?
6: My friend thinks have I also. have. No, 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 that oh, I have.
4: oh, okay, as well. I thought we are still in the hymen category, and I was like, boy, this is going to make one of the medical books.
6: Harriet
11: Hartley in that space.
6: And then.
4: Courtney, listen. But if she. <laughs> Hold on. The guy, you're virgin. hmm That's nice. mm The guy should be fine with that. My goodness. I mean, you guys will, will back me up. I mean, that would be fine. I, might, I, I think it would be amazing to find a, a virgin.
5: And how much experience has he had?
6: Yeah, like, like a, a lot. lot. Oh, it's 16? Not like a lot. Oh how do you know?
11: I mean, if, if all your friends think you have, but you haven't, and you think he has, how do you know?
6: I know he has.
11: All right.
4: This is moot. Courtney,
6: mm-hmm.
4: listen. You're virgin. You should be proud of that. You have nothing to be ashamed of. And all guys want to have sex with virgins anyway. Why? You're stuck. Why? Gross. Because they're weird. They're like, why? Why do dogs like to sniff where other dogs peed before?
6: <laughs> oh my god!
4: They're just that, weirdos. Like gross
6: and messy and gross.
4: No, he. They want to stake their own. They want to. That's that. A sixteen-year-old's dream is to uh, take someone's virginity. I don't. This- Courtney, believe me. Relax. Quit lying to him. Tell me you're virgin.
6: But if my friend finds out I am,
4: oh my God. Oh, my come on. Oh, friend, oh, know. oh, enough of this teenage angst. Believe me, you'll be fine. You're virgin. Shout it from the mountaintop. No. Yes. No. Say it. I'm a virgin and I'm proud. No. Say it. No. I'm a virgin and I'm proud. I'm a virgin and I'm proud. Oh, i not no. sure. <laughs> really? Courtney, say it once.
6: I'm a virgin and I'm proud.
4: Say it like you mean it.
6: I'm a virgin and I'm
4: proud. One more time for the world.
15: I'm a virgin and
4: I'm proud. All right.
18: There she
15: is.
4: And we'll
2: be back. Call Loveline 1-800-LOVE-191. Loveline, will be right back.
14: Well, now, two of the most common New Year's resolutions are A, get your life organized, and B, start a business. And you can now do both quickly at LegalZoom.com. I love these guys. I've actually used them myself for setting up a will for someone, for setting up a corporation. Getting your life organized starts with a last will and testament or living trust from LegalZoom. It's easy, it's inexpensive, and you'll protect your assets, your family, and get peace of mind. B, start a business. LegalZoom can help you launch your dreams and save you a ton of time and money. LegalZoom has helped over a million businesses, and LegalZoom gets the job done right. Nine out of 10 customers would recommend the service to their friends and family. Why? Because they get personalized, affordable protection quality. Maybe that's why they earned an A-plus by the Better Business Bureau. I know I recommend them. LegalZoom's step-by-step process was created by a team of experts in law and technology. LegalZoom is not a law firm but can connect you with a third-party attorney and provides you with self-help services. For special savings, enter LOVE, L-O-V-E, in the referral box at checkout. Please don't let another month go by before you take care of these things for your family and business. From wills to business formation, trademark applications, power of attorney, and even bankruptcy help. Go to LegalZoom.com.
17: Hello, this is Justine and Donna from Elastica, and you're listening to Love Line.
7: Gaming.
4: Hey, Alan. Um. Loveline, Loveline, phone number 1 800 L O V E 191, fax number 310 854 4455 We have Trace Bulio and Jim Mallon, both for Mystery Science 3000, Mystery Science Theater 3000, the movie. We also have Dr. Marcel, who's sitting in for Dr. Drew and doing a fine job tonight with his uh, plastic surgery. Uh, we have some faxes here. Uh, Dear gods, Trace and Jim, uh, I'm a most yes. humongous M I S T E fan, and uh, he's the biggest fan in uh, Southern California, watches his show religiously, blah, 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 uh, kiss, 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 ass, 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 <laughs> Once a, can't get through on the phones, Once a uh, phone message okay. machine uh, for him. The guy's name is Sean.
10: He wants us to call his machine?
4: No, he wants you to say it, and and I hope Sean is just tripped over the uh, coffee table like Dick Van Dyke trying to get a a blank cassette at this point. But, Sean, we're going to do this. So we're just throwing the guy a bone. Okay. Uh, he could have cancer. Or something be calling from his deathbed. Oh, so he wants a phone. He wants a phone, and he'll his, he'll uh, tape it, right. and then he'll transfer it on. Absolutely. But I'm, I really only have about ten seconds for this because no one else is interested. So could you guys do your characters? Sure. And you know the guy's name is Sean, and and just make it quick, and you know, bye, Hi Sean.
10: This is Gypsy. How are you, honey?
4: Hi, this is Sean. I'm not home, and I never want to talk to you at all.
10: I get it now.
4: Okay, I didn't have much time with it, but we got to do a better one than that. Now, seriously, we got to get the names of the characters. Now we got Gypsy in. Oh, that's a good idea. too. yeah, we yeah, don't we got... do this that often. Uh, okay, try. but I
11: see another business here.
4: I, I a whole
11: so dialog we're, we're,
10: we're doing a phone machine message for Sean. For Connor.
4: Sean, he is going to okay. put
10: this on. All we're right, ready? You the cassette, Sean. Okay, take pause two. It. Hey, everybody, this is Gypsy. I'm at Sean's house. He's not here right now, right, Crow? No, this is Crow
11: T. Robot, and Sean is not home.
10: So, uh, call later.
11: Perfect. All
4: right, that's it. His
11: that head's exploding. For any Sean, by the way.
4: <laughs> that's right, even <laughs> girls. All right, Sean, <laughs> there you have it. Please uh, kiss my ass in, in the form of a letter next time. Pat. Hey. Pat, you're 14. What's your problem?
12: Yeah, I got uh, my girlfriend's 16. We've been going out since October. And, um, I mean, I, I want to break up with her because I, I, I need to know how. I mean, like, because I love her, but, like, she embarrasses me sometimes. What's she do? Like, when we're at school, she'll, like, announce to everyone that she, like, watches, like, kitty programs. And... Oh.
4: Uh. Hey, everyone, gather around. I watch Barney, and I'm not ashamed. All right, go back to your studying.
12: Something like that.
4: (laughs) I sit on a radio show every night and and announce that I lock myself in my apartment and watch pornography all day. Certainly, she couldn't be worse than me. Uh, mm, (laughs) So, Pat, you love her, but you want to break up because she watches too much Schoolhouse Rock. Uh,
12: that's not the whole problem. It's like a ball and chain, too.
4: <laughs> Pat is 14 <laughs> years old, and he's like, yeah, uh, this uh, bitch is, like, cramping my style, and, like, i got to move around a little more because I need my freedom. He does not... He has a paper route. He doesn't even... You don't even have a learner's permit, and she's a ball and chain?
10: To the warden. <laughs>
4: dead man walking. Pat. Pat, how can she be a ball and chain? At, at, how old is she?
12: 16.
4: 16?
12: Yeah.
4: You're 14? You're going out with a 16-year-old?
12: Yeah.
4: Wow. Do you got one of those bad teenage mustaches?
12: No, I just shaved it off tonight.
4: <laughs> <laughs> so you're one of these 14-year-olds that looks like a guy's 29? Uh, not really. But you act like it. You have the vocabulary of a 30-year-old.
12: Uh, I want my youth back. She's, like, keeping it from me because I'm always with her. And it sucks.
7: <laughs>
4: so now you're drowning your sorrows in scotch?
10: Yes. Yeah, right. So it's more than the uh, children's television programming, isn't it? Yeah.
4: Yeah. It's always more than that, yeah. Yeah, in the end. So you want to cut her loose. Yeah. And you don't know how to go about it. Yeah. And she's very wrapped up in you. I think you have to make it quick and as painless as possible. Yes. I've, I've used this uh, analogy before, but if I am going to be executed, I want to have it done by the guillotine, not by being covered with honey and strapped to an anthill and slowly devoured.
10: Not a Braveheart sort of ending.
4: No, no. Not even, yeah, right, no, no makeup, no nothing. I just want to be Boom. In my sleep. I want to be killed in my sleep. Pat?
12: Yeah?
4: Can you kill her while she's sleeping?
12: Um, it's kind of difficult.
4: (laughs) Pat, you just have to say, I, you you have to just break it off in no uncertain terms. Do you want to call her? Right now? No, next week? Say about noon? (laughs) Of course now, you pinhead.
12: (laughs) No, I can't do it now.
4: All right. Pat, what? break up with her. You're too good for her. We all sense that, don't we?
10: Get your youth back,
4: Pat. <laughs> you need your youth back. Uh, doctor, couldn't he take some of that formula that's made <laughs> for the geriatric set, that insure or something? Is sure.
5: there some supplement he could take to Trying get, to get his, his youth back? His youth back. He's, he's got so much... Of his life over already. Well, he's 14, 14
4: and things are basically downhill <laughs> from here. It's all over. Oh, for the days when he was uh, a fetus. <laughs> 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 Running free in the womb. Not a care in the world.
7: whole life I have. <laughs> for the...
4: Christ's sake. I just shaved off my mustache in order to find my youth. Dan?
7: Yeah.
4: <clears throat> you're 23 and you feel like you're 23, right? Right. Okay. What's your question?
18: Um, I was...
13: Uh, just calling in con- uh, for the girl that was um, worried about the guy finding out that she was a virgin. Right. Um, since Drew isn't there, um, hopefully I can hop on his high horse a little bit. and
5: um, oh, the voice kind of, of reason. <laughs> kind yes. Of
13: warn her a little bit about the uh, c- type of feelings that she's going to have for this guy. Uh-huh. Because um, with a lot of uh, my friends and everything like that, Having their first time, they developed some really strong feelings for that person, right, and considering this guy's had quite a bit of experience, um, she she might want to know where the relationship how the relationship might turn out before
4: he No and, uh, right, mother Teresa Dan Dan, she's going to be fine, and th- she didn't know that this guy had experience anyway. She didn't really have her story or her facts straight with any, for any of this stuff. For all we know, he could have been a virgin as well. All right. But that's true. Women especially, and guys too, to a degree, will get attached to the first person they're with. Absolutely. But right. it'll, 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 it'll go away with time, and, you know, you get your heart broken a thousand times, and then you get uh, colon cancer, and you die. That's the At life. At 14. At 14. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he really, yeah, that last call, he should get his prostate checked. <laughs> <laughs> I saw my doctor. He said, I have three years to live. <laughs> they didn't want to do the surgery because they think I will die by natural causes by 17 anyway. Oh. <sighs> Man, he got me all upset. Dan. Yes. You're on love line with the guys from Mystery Science Theater 3000, the movie, and Dr. Marcel.
13: Uh, I got a question about uh, my wife and I. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a pretty open sex life. Uh, I mean, just as long as it's her and I. And uh, we'll be watching porno movies, and she gets really turned on, excited, and she's checking out the women. She's going, oh, she's pretty, she's pretty, and... Yeah, and, and I'll tell her, well, you can be with a woman. We have a friend of ours who's bisexual and would like to be with my wife. But she thinks that if that happens, it'll ruin our marriage.
4: Mm-hmm. So, how long have you been married?
13: Uh, about a year and a half, but we've been together about five years.
4: All right, and you're 29, and how old is she?
13: 25.
4: Okay, so she's a little bit younger. Now, has she ever been with a woman?
13: No, uh uh-huh, but she talks about it once in a while. Mm-hmm. And she she expresses... Um,
4: Some interest.
13: Yeah, a little interest. Yeah, she she says that she's contemplated it before. She's thought about doing that for my birthday before.
4: Right, which is a hell of a lot better than a bowling ball, but she, <laughs> on the present scale. If you think about it,
13: but she thinks that uh, that it could ruin our marriage. If
4: right. All right, it. and it probably will. So here's my plan: the day before the marriage is officially ruined, <laughs> you, you have a big orgy. <laughs> It probably, I, you know, Trace, Jim, any 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 experience in that field?
10: Do you value your marriage at all? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, boy. Unless you guys are, uh, uh, are really uh, careful, I think you could uh, just throw that whole thing away. Well, here's
4: my take with this stuff, and Drew and I argue about it all the time. And in my it's it's this either. These people who who want to have the threesome and, and think they can work it out are either totally insane or the sanest people in the world. Mm-hmm. Meaning they are so secure, they are so sane that they can take sex, that they can separate it from the relationship, that they can look at sex as a way of... Of getting physical pleasure, which basically is what it's there for, they can enhance it any way they can. If it's bringing in a third person, if it's, you know, bringing in a a guy who, who works at the circus or whatever it is, they enhance that. And then they go back to the other side of the relationship, which is which is the emotional side of it.
10: I wouldn't bring a guy in from the circus. That's just me, though.
4: <laughs> but what? Even if he was like wore the hat and everything, I, I think I'd go with the bowling ball as a gift. That's Dan,
12: cool. you think you might be right? It, it may ruin
4: it. Yeah, it, it very well may. It always seems to. Let,
10: let's say you know marriages—they're uh, uh, kind of tough to keep together in, in the best of times, uh, and so you're gonna you're gonna take a real chance there.
4: Right. So it. My my final word on this is. If she keeps bugging you about it, then it's going to plague the relationship. Then you better just do it anyway, because it'll end because you didn't do it. But if things are going along fine and something that crops up once uh, once every Olympic season or something like that, and you really value the marriage, probably best
2: to leave it alone. You should call Loveline. 1-800-LOVE-191. Hello, Hello? Hello? Loveline. Loveline will be right back.
0: introducing a breakthrough in cat litter from arm and hammer
2: arm and hammer clump and seal is totally different than what i've used before even after
17: seven days it was odor free there was some sort of sealing magic happening
0: only clump and seal forms a tight seal around odor and destroys it with unique arm and hammer odor eliminators and baking soda for a seven day odor free home guaranteed
17: i've tried every product this is really pretty remarkable
0: new clump and seal cat litter seven day odor free home guaranteed look on the package for three dollars off
4: Oh, and we are back. <laughs> yes, you're learning fast, Dr. Marcel is now closing the door because it is like Calcutta in here. Oh, I just haven't I just shouldn't have to work with these under these conditions. No no man is right, mine would. Let me get the phone number out. 1-80-L-O 800 E 191. The fax number 310-854-4455. Dr. Drew at home clinging to life. He had a hundred and four and a half degree temperature yesterday and i talked to him uh last night about eight o'clock and he just sounded like i I, actually the grim reaper picked up the phone and i said could i talk to Drew?" and he went okay but make it fast (laughs) and he he handed the phone to Drew, and he was just hallucinating i mean 104 and a half is incredibly high for an adult
5: that's got to feel miserable
4: And I don't know why, and Drew hates it, but I laugh every time he gets sick because it's a doctor. (laughs) It's like a fireman's, you know, pans being on fire, you know, a, a guy who does like structural engineering and a tree smashes his house. Poking your eyes out with safety glass uh, bow, that kind of thing. Right, right, yes, being, being an ophthalmologist and <laughs> losing an eyeball. Yes. That's nothing but comedy. <laughs> anyway, so we, uh, we hope he recovers shortly and comes in, but if not, hey, Dr. Marcel's doing a fine job. He's happy to be here. He's not bitter. Not he respects funny. me, looks up to me. Absolutely. Drew has no respect for me. And uh, also tonight we have Trace, uh, Bo- I don't know why, just uh, spaced on your last name. Trace Trace Baleo. Baloo. Baloo.
11: Sure. That works, too.
4: No, it's not Baloo. Yes, it is. Trace Baloo and Jim Mallon, both from Mystery Science Theater 3000, the movie, coming out the 19th, which is a week from tomorrow, if you have a calendar.
10: Gramercy Pictures.
4: Gramercy Pictures. Fantastic. They've done great work. Great work, and I'm sure they've made some other films at some other time. (laughs) But this is going to be a winner. I know it. Marla.
15: Yes, hi. Um, I have a question. Last night, you had a woman call in who's an exotic dancer who is attracted to women at her work, and she wants to have sex with this woman, but she's afraid of letting her boyfriend be involved because she's afraid of how she'll feel if if he gets to touch the woman. And you told him, oh, fine, you know, just tell the guy that he can't touch her and go ahead and have sex with her in front of him, and it's fine. Why is that fine? Why is it okay for this woman... To cheat on him, in front of him, and he can't. Why is it okay for her to cheat and not for him?
4: Why is it okay for her to have sex with one of her stripper friends?
15: With, um, that is another person in their relationship. Why is it okay for her to cheat, but he can't, and he just has to watch?
4: Because they're both good-looking, leggy strippers. That
15: has nothing to do with it.
4: It does if you're sitting <laughs> in my seat. It certainly does.
15: Oh, I see the, the pig's eye view.
4: <laughs> that's right you know you know. I'm, 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 from down here I can see up your skirt too Marla
15: and wonderful view it is
16: yes
4: um,
15: but see I, I really think that's kind of hypocritical I mean what, how would she feel if said, okay I want to have sex with this guy oh
4: I don't have time for both sides of this story
15: oh gee how complicated yes I know I
4: have to go I have to go I have to roll in my own filth for a while <laughs> you guys got any slop I could devour <laughs> Well, I'll tell you what makes it right. If the girl agreed and the guy agreed, and obviously <clears throat> it's it's only cheating if the other person gives a crap, is really the way I look at it. I mean, it's not cheating if if the girl says, hey, I'd like to have sex with one of my good-looking leggy stripping partners. Would you like to watch? And he says, hell yes. Then I don't really count that. stripping. Do you guys look at that? I'm sorry. It's cheating. Do you guys look at that as cheating?
11: This would never happen to me. I I have no opinion. It's kind of science fiction for both of us.
4: (laughs) (laughs) You know, they they say, and they've always said it to me, girls love a guy with a sense of humor. That's first and foremost. But you're here to tell us that ain't true.
11: No, that's a complete uh, falsehood.
4: Right. Girls always go, go, tell us the number one trait you like in a guy. And they go... Well, he's got to have a really good sense of humor. But you guys are real funny and you barely get any, am I right?
10: It's been a tough life. <laughs> That's it's right. It's
4: hard to
11: kiss if your, you know, mouth is wide open and you're you're laughing like crazy. That's
4: Right. And work. my and and you got that dunce cap on mm-hmm. and the big nose and glasses. I've always had a sense of humor and have rarely got any sex because of it. Things may change tonight with you guys. So, Tim. <laughs>
18: yeah.
4: Hey, you're on Loveline. You're 19. Yep.
18: Adam, MSD3K, guys. How's it going? Good. All wanna... right. Doctor, how's it going?
4: It's going I want to send uh, regards
18: out to Dr. Drew.
4: Oh. i will all pulling for you back home. We certainly are.
18: <laughs> all right, here's the thing. My little claim to fame here, I found out. It's from a Swedish uh, research lab. The average male penis size is 13 to 15 centimeters erect. Okay. I have no idea what the translation is. Don't even ask. It's not with your time. I'm, like, an art major, so I have no clue.
4: All right, well, don't give us... Don't and give it... I, we're not I, on the metric system I, I, here.
18: Well, look, man, you can make your own calculations. You're an intelligent human being. You got
5: a doctor there. He can do it. 2.5 centimeters to an inch.
4: <laughs> I know there's 26 millimeters in an inch, because I used to work at a European cabinet shop. <laughs> Remember <laughs> 1975? Here comes the metric system. Unless you know the metric system, you're not going to be able to work... In the 80s. <laughs> I didn't exist
18: in
4: Thank God it left. So, Tim, what else?
18: All right, the other thing is 13 to 18 centimeters is 90% of all human males.
5: Right, it's about 5 all to right, 7 All so right, so
18: if
4: you're, five five to seven.
18: Man, you're yes. the
4: elite. You're in the if elite. you're over oh, <laughs> oh, sit down, <laughs> Trace. <laughs> <You're in the laughs> oh, I'm sorry, did he <laughs> say The say correct way to measure.
18: Yes. All right, here's the correct way to measure. Right. When you're fully erect... You pull it parallel to the ground, whatever you happen to be, your you know, your year, your yard, or whatever. You put it parallel to the ground, and you measure from the pelvic bone so you can't suck in your gut to get more.
4: Oh, pressure. okay. See, without the sharpened yardstick, I'm screwed. Because <laughs> I ran that thing in like I'm committing Harry Carey.
18: Yeah, I'm like three or four feet that way. So,
4: so uh, parallel to the ground. So you should put... Put a uh, torpedo level on your penis. Make sure the bubble lines up. Right, the plum and from
18: the pelvic bone to
4: the tip. All right, to the pelvic. Okay, that's that bone you can feel. I'm actually touching mine. Now. <laughs> oh wait a minute, that's yours, doctor. I'm sorry. That's the bone right above. So you can butt it up against the pelvic b- pelvic bone. That's right. All right.
18: So there you go. Yes. One confirmation from Sweden, no less.
4: That All right. Well, you know somehow. The Swedes have the uh, market cornered on sex. For some reason, if it's from Sweden, it's got to be good.
10: I, I think he left out one thing, though. Mm. Yeah, not to do this in public.
4: Oh no, <laughs> not in the hardware store when you're buying a yeah, ruler. I mean, uh, right, wait, wait. Best, best to wait till you get home. Yeah, right. And don't do it at like a up with people concert or anything like that. <laughs> no, no. Jeremy. Yeah. You're 21 and you're on the Loveline.
18: Yeah, I just did the calculation. So all you uh, people who use normal units, that's 5.1 to 5.9 inches. So oh, you guys can compare shoot. with hands or whatever. Okay. But uh, what I was calling about is I'm here at the University of Colorado in Boulder, and uh, we've been doing some research on hymen removal. So, uh, you know, if, if that girl is upset about it, uh, you know, me and the guys <laughs> here, we believe we found a tool that will remove that hymen.
4: Now, w- w- what is your major?
18: electrical and computer engineering.
4: Okay. So, so you like the Star Trek as well as uh, as well as Trace does, right? Live long well, no, and prosper, we- my friend.
18: We have a couple of freaks on our floor, yeah, who live in fantasy
4: realms, yeah. All right, now, now, Jeremy, and I got to say this real fast, Trace. They took Baywatch off here in Los Angeles to put that godforsaken Star Trek on, and I am pissed as hell. I'm livid every night. I used to come home right at twelve thirty. I would catch the last half hour of Baywatch, which usually it, it meant. A uh, half hour of Baywatch means at least a 20-minute slow-motion music montage <laughs> of somebody going down the beach. Now i got to watch Kirk with his little penis protruding through the stretch slacks he wears and all those bad props, and it's just hell. Well, okay, I think they ought to be able to reach a compromise, you know, like those beer
18: commercials. You just hit the TV, and all of a sudden, it's star Baywatch.
4: That's okay. I go to the Playboy channel. <laughs> Jeremy. Yeah. So what is uh, what, what do you know about Hyman removal?
18: Um... I don't know if I'm allowed to say that on the radio. It's kind of, it's kind of a new, uh, new new, research topic we're doing now. So, this you know, is in computer if science. Give us a call, if she's willing to call in, I can give you my number,
4: and, and we can send her up here. we got a group of guys. Oh, this is radio. good radio. Yeah, she'll call in, and you guys will all be sitting in a circle wagging off on your dungeon and dragon board, right? <laughs> no, no. Yes, I know you. I know you. Glass is fogged up. The pocket liner spilled out all over the place.
18: Well, I did do the conversion on an HP calculator. I must admit that.
4: All right, so you don't have any—you you don't have any real information for us. Oh, we—I mean, we can
18: help her out if she doesn't. Can you doesn't... tell
4: us anything over the air, Doctor Jeremy?
18: Um. Well, what I was thinking was we could get a, a group of these guys. We can make, you know.
4: Ah, right, I've had enough of his crappy hypotheses. I want answers. I want answers, Mister Bob. 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 Yes, Bob. Bob, let me give you a clue for not only Loveline, but life in general. When someone repeats your name, <laughs> Bob, 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 it's best to respond. And if you're on the phone, make it an audible response. All right. Okay.
12: All right, I have this
13: problem. Um, my best friend's fiance, I got her pregnant. And she, the thing is, she was saving it for marriage for him. And she's, she was a virgin at the time. And now she's three months pregnant, and I don't know what to do. And the other problem is that the guy is black, and I'm white, and so is she. Mm. And they're not going
12: to get married for another year, and she's already three months pregnant.
4: Uh, this sounds like one of those uh, urban myth questions, which we get every once in a while, just sort of worked into worked into a life. Meaning, and then she, she, she gives birth, and the kid's mulatto, and, and the guy's pissed off because, Bob, the... You're not pulling my chain, are you? Oh, not. Okay. In that case, we'll recap. She's dating a black guy. Uh-huh. She's going to get married to this black guy. Yeah, in a year. She was saving her, her hymen and uh, virginity, which has now become the topic for tonight's show, for this guy. But she gave it up to you. Yeah. And is he your friend or is she your friend?
13: He's my friend. He's been my friend for, ever since, like, third grade.
4: Why would oh, you do that to a, a friend?
12: I don't know. It just happened.
4: Bob, that's no excuse. That is the worst thing you can do to a friend. So what do you want us to say, Bob? Is she is she going to have an abortion? No. No? No, she don't believe in it. Yeah, well, I don't really believe in it either. But there's certain cases like like the one you're in where I would be a huge fan of the abortion. How how pregnant is she? Well,
12: she's three months
4: pregnant. <sighs> The one-nut wonder, Engineer Mike, is sitting in the control room and he's shaking his head. It's the shake of boguosity. He doesn't believe this. Mike, I mean, Bob, what the hell are you going to do?
12: I have no idea. All
4: right, you're just going to have to leave town. Oh, what is she going to do? I, I don't believe this call. She's going to walk around and start getting pregnant in front of this guy's eyes, so by the time the marriage comes around, she's sticking out to here?
13: No, she's going she's to have sex with him to...
8: Know, hopefully you think have him think
4: that it's her oh but he's the black guy yeah, yeah. and it's never going to work big crock of bs i don't buy it It's a
10: math problem too <laughs> excuse me
4: in, in timing wise yeah meaning
10: they have sex and then seven months later four months later they have a kid right
4: yeah she gives <laughs> she gives birth to a 10 pound preemie it's
10: village <laughs> of the damned
4: and we'll be back Hello, this is my dog. His name's Dave.
9: Z, Z, stay. Roll over. Roll, roll. No, Dave, no. Love Line will be
0: right back. Stay.
14: I want to take a minute to bring up Amazon, who has been a great supporter of Loveline, our podcast, and uh, which used to be behind a paywall. And now we have sponsors, and the way we were able to remove that paywall was with those sponsors, and now with Amazon clickthroughs. Amazon gives Loveline a small commission each and every time you buy something with our affiliate program, provide you click through on the Amazon banner on our website. Holidays are coming up. Stores are going to be crazy. So why not skip the lines and buy everything on Amazon this year? That's what I do. Buy exactly what your loved ones want and have it shipped directly to your home. No hassle, no stress, no lines. Just go to Podcast One. Go to the Loveline landing page. Click the Amazon banner or go to lovelineshow.com and click on the Amazon banner there. Everything you purchase from that link will help keep the wind and the sail of this production and this podcast both loveline and mike and drew and everything at podcast one needs a taste to stay afloat keep the podcast free if you bookmark the page you'll be able to skip the stages and support the podcast by buying what you are already planning on purchasing so go ahead and bookmark the page right through that banner but right now back the show
4: We're back here with Trace Baleo and Jim Mallon, both from Mystery Science Theater 3000, the movie, coming out the 19th. That's a week from this Friday. It will be a big opening, so go out and see that. Yes, it will save your life. We hear good things about it, but of course we're hearing it from the people who are writ- written, directed produced and starred in the of movie course. so we're taking it with a grain of salt but it, it does look good <laughs> and uh hopefully you'll get a bunch of people out there and you'll make a bunch of money and what was the budget on it uh
10: modest uh, modest? modest budget you know probably one day's lunch on uh water <laughs>
4: that's right <laughs> just just one of the try exactly. holes on uh on Waterworld. so uh go out and see that i also would, uh, like to thank Dr. Marcel for coming in tonight and doing a bang-up job. Hopefully, Drew will be, uh, ready for Sunday. And, uh, speaking of Sunday, we have Jasmine St. Clair coming in. Now, if that name doesn't sound familiar, it's, uh, it's the name of a woman who plans on having sex with 300 men in one day and putting it on videotape, thus breaking the world's sexual record and, uh... I'm gonna see if I can work my my myself into the fray. It's like sort of like an hors d'oeuvre or something. Wasn't so, the other record
11: like two hundred and eighty, something like
4: that? Was it? Mm-hmm. All right, held. And is that win-aided? Is that indoor? I mean, there's many things <laughs> <laughs> that have to do
7: under
4: with under stadium conditions. Uh, so she'll be in here on Sunday. Also next week, uh, Space Hog, Rancid, Kids in the Hall. So it's jam-packed. Uh, I'd like to thank the beautiful Lisa for doing the phones tonight, the lovely Sherry for doing the phones tonight, the fantastic and angular Ann for producing the show, the one-nut wonder, Engineer Mike. Uh, again, Dr. Marcel for doing a bang-up job. Myself, Adam Carolla. And we'll see you on Sunday.
2: You've been listening to Loveline.
3: The opinions expressed on Loveline, especially by Adam Carolla, are not necessarily those of the staff, management, or sponsors, or even the character
9: voices.
0: Loveline, produced by Ann Wilkins for Westwood One Entertainment. This concludes another PodcastOne.com program.